The Chicago Bulls released their 2023-24 schedule in honestly one of the most fun ways that I've seen the team release their schedule ever. And so we're going to talk about that schedule. We're going to talk about some of the details that come out of that schedule. How difficult is the Bulls schedule going to be this upcoming season? Kobe White also continues dropping points and getting buckets in the Sony Parker uh, Unity Classic. We're going to talk about that. And lastly, we're going to ask you guys, who's all going to Bulls fans? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With all that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So the Chicago Bulls released their full 82-game schedule last night with all the NBA teams releasing their schedule. And the Bulls did it in one of the most fun ways I have seen a team release a schedule probably ever, if I'm being 100% honest with you guys. Like, the Pokemon-style video, like, especially for, like, it's so nostalgic, especially for people in, like, my age range and group. Like, uh, if you're around that age, like, and I guess really not even around my age because... Pokemon still goes. Like, my kids, my my 17-year-old son, my 9-year-old son, right, both of them still play Pokemon uh, almost every day uh, at this point. So, you know, that's just something that, you know, the, to go back to that that 16-bit style, uh, to have that video, to have Benny the Bull riding around, Adam Silver pop in as the professor. Like, it was just a lot of great Easter eggs and just so much great nostalgia from that schedule release that, you know, I want to hear from you guys. I, was, I think the Bulls completely – are, are goaded now when it comes to schedule releases because some other teams did some things and you know it was cool and interesting i think every team has kind of their own little interesting twist they put on their schedule release but i don't see any any that were nearly as good as what the chicago bulls did but uh so in this uh we're gonna go ahead and talk about a little bit of the details from that schedule so our season opens against the okc thunder on october 25th so put that uh on your calendars that'll be the first time we are back live streaming as a family as well, which you guys know I'm always excited to get the live streams back going. It's my time to interact with you guys. So really excited about that part of it. Of course, we'll be live streaming during the pregame, preseason and everything like that, but we'll get back into full gear during the regular season where we have our pre, our post games, and our halftime hangouts all going down during games. You get three live streams during the regular season. So if you're new to the channel, which we've gotten a lot of new subscribers over the summer and offseason, we do a pre-game every single game we do a halftime hangout where i go live for about 10 minutes during halftime and then we have a full post-game show that usually goes about 45 minutes to an hour so we'll be back on that now as far as nationally televised games the bulls have four they have seven if you count nba tv i know not everybody has nba tv but it is considered a national televised game because it is available nationally you just have to have a subscription to it so um but uh, so we get one game on TNT, which is against the Toronto Raptors. We get three games on ESPN. We also get three games on e- on uh, on uh, NBA TV, as I already mentioned. So, you know, those are, are solid national games. And unfortunately, for a lot of the teams, that a lot of the their fans and more casual fans that don't subscribe to NBA League Pass, that's going to be their sample size of the Bulls. They are going to inform their opinion on how good the Bulls are or not based off those seven games out of 82. That's just the way that it works, right? Now, the Bulls can be flexed into more games. Last season, our uh, Rivals Week game against the Charlotte Hornets was supposed to be nationally televised, 
But then when both the Ball brothers missed out on it, they took it off national TV. I think this is the first year where uh, the NBA has made every game uh, uh, able to be a flex game. So if the Bulls do come in and perform much better than people are expecting, right, much uh, better than that 36-and-a-half win total that's been projected by Vegas for us, don't be surprised if the Bulls may be able to sneak in there in a couple more games. If the Bulls underperform and struggle like they have the last couple of seasons, don't be surprised if maybe we get some of those taken away, right? So you just never know when it comes to that part of it. But, you know, we'll see. At least we're going into the the uh, season with those nationally televised games scheduled. We have a total of 13 back-to-backs this season. 13 of them. Count them. And, like, four of them come within the first couple of months of the season. First month, I think, of the season between the start at the end of October to, like, the middle of, of December. We have quite a bit there. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout for that. I know six are all before mid-January. So we're going to have a, a hell of a season. And, you know, the NBA is now doing this thing with scheduling as well where um, there's more uh, back – not back-to-backs, right? I guess i got to find the word for it, but it's like a homestand. For example, like Miami comes to Chicago, and they play two games in Chicago before they leave. So it's not necessarily back-to-back because it's a day between the games, but then we go to Miami. We play both our games against Miami over the course of three days. So we're just going to stay in Miami. So as the NBA is trying to figure out how to kind of better balance scheduling, that's one of the things that they're doing. And, you know, I like it. I think that it's a smart thing. I think that the uh, the NBA is looking at what they can do to kind of ease travel as much as possible. So you're seeing more of a kind of a, a like homestand type thing um, with like a series, kind of mini series between teams where you're facing the same team in back-to-back games but not necessarily on back-to-back days. So that's going to limit travel. It's smart for the NBA to do, especially as they're incorporating a midseason tournament. So I'd like to see the, the, the NBA kind of evolve how they schedule now. Towards the end of the season, it's back to the wild, wild west. We go all over the place. We have like a five-game uh, Western Conference road trip in there. We have some crazy travel towards the end of the season. So while the NBA is doing some things to make it better, it's not, it's not a perfect system yet. And I don't know if you can get it perfect when you're doing 82 games and then, you, you know, in different conferences, things like that. But overall, uh, the Bulls schedule, they come in at, as the ninth, strength, uh, ninth hardest strength of schedule in the NBA uh, this upcoming season. So, you know, that's at least to start. That uh, strength of schedule thing changes. It goes up and down as other teams are winning and losing. That does factor in back-to-back. It factors in rest days. And so, you know, we'll see how the Bulls fare in that. It's going to be a tough schedule, right? And so, especially when you're a Bulls team that struggled last season with young, stra- scrappy, deep teams, we'll see how the Bulls fare. Now, um, uh, Bleach Report came in after the schedule release and put the Bulls uh, win minus, expected win minus at 41 and 41. So about the same as what they were last year at 40 and 42. Um, you guys know, I think the the Bulls are going to be a much improved team. I'm looking at the Bulls to get about 45 to, to a little bit less than 50 wins. Unless, this, unless a player takes a leap, I do think that the uh, Bulls are going to be around that 45 win mark uh, with the added three-point shooting, point of attack defense, things like that. But like I said, overall, very fun. Uh, schedule uh, and great video to release that schedule. The Bulls know how to do it right. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. What are some of the key matchups and dates that you're looking for from the Chicago Bulls um, in this season as well? We have we have a, a really we play uh, the Knicks in Madison Square Garden on ESPN, which I hope they do not flex out of that game. ESP, I mean, uh, Madison Square Garden is just, it's the Mecca. It's a special, special place. And I really do hope that the Bulls just, that, that they shine well on that, right? 
And so, you know, there's a couple of key games in this. Uh, we face the, the Denver Nuggets, I think, also on national TV as well, which is the defending champions. You always want to measure yourself in games like that. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Uh, we have a game. Uh, yeah, that's on November 4th. We play uh, the Denver Nuggets for the first time. We play Miami Heat on November 18th. Uh, December 20th, we play, we face the Los Angeles Lakers in Chicago, which always having LeBron James in town is fun. A lot of eyes are going to be on that one. January 22nd, we face the, the, the Phoenix Suns. March 23rd against the Boston Celtics. That's always going to be a fun series between us as well. And then April 12th against the Washington Wizards is another game to kind of look at as well. The Bulls also finished their uh, their season April 14th against the New York Knicks. So, you know, that may be, especially depending on how both teams are coming into the season, that may be important to playoff seeding when it all comes down to it. We'll see how the season goes, but overall, super excited now that we have the season there. It's already added to my calendar. That's going to be my work schedule. So it is what it is. All right, let's get into the next topic. Kobe White, after dropping about 51 points in his first showing in the sunny Parker Unity Classic comes out and drops 41 points. And yes, I get it. This is not NBA 41 points. Kobe White absolutely should be shining against uh, players that aren't NBA caliber. But again, it's always fun to see your guy cooking. And Kobe White, especially now with the schedule release, things like that, getting into form. If Kobe can be and, and how he ended the season scoring wise to start the season, adding that into his improved defense and things like that. We're looking at a hell of a season for Kobe White. No matter if he starts, comes off the bench, it doesn't matter, right? Kobe White, I want to see him that next level. Now that he's improved the defense, he's improved the dribbling, he's improved the ball handling and, and, and playmaking. We want to now see Kobe White be that consistent scorer that we thought he was going to be when we draft him. Yes, he's always going to have a little bit of streakiness to his game. We understand that. But I want to see a season of Kobe White really being able to just be that spark plug, right? Be that scorer that gets going gets rolling and just shoots the team into games and hopefully not out of games. And so, you know, I'm, I'm putting up the highlights, of course, during this so you guys can see it as well. I'm sure most of you guys have saw it already. But, like, overall, like, Kobe White is coming into a big season. He showed so much growth for the people that actually watch basketball games last year. You know the growth that Kobe White made and the leaps that Kobe White made in his game in almost every facet except scoring. And then that came along post-All-Star break. If we can combine post-All-Star and pre-All-Star break, Kobe White, that brought the defense throughout all of that and came in and brought the offense, listen, that's a player that, like I said, regardless if he starts or not, I know a lot of people are calling for Kobe White to start. Uh, you know, I know we also have that article as well that a lot of people have taken out a run with it. It said that Torrey Craig uh, predicted to take the starting spot away from P. Will. Some of you guys, like, read the actual articles. That article was spit, spun off from an original article that I actually read here in which the article was about P. Will actually making a leap and why his leap was so important. Now everybody's just like, did you hear? Kobe White already lost his starting job. Y'all got to read, man. 
Stop reading just the headlines. Y'all frustrate me so much with that. I love you guys, but read. Reading is fundamental. Read. Stop taking a headline and then using just the headline to then inform a comment that you make. Read the goddamn article. But with all that said, Kobe White, I mean, listen, he's going to have an important role regardless if he's starting or not. We can talk about Javon Carter being the projected starter, but that does not change the role that Kobe's going to have. Kobe's always had a big role with the Chicago Bulls team. Even when he wasn't consistent, Billy Donovan relied on him. That's going to continue now, especially with the growth that Kobe White has shown from last season. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. You guys can let me know what you think down below. But all right, let's get into the last topic for today, and that is Bulls Summerfest. Now, the Bulls release the jerseys for Summerfest, and these exclusive Summerfest jerseys just continue to get better. I put it up on the screen here for a second so you guys can see it, but like just the blue, the red, the white, like it just feels like summer, right? It just feels like it, it like it just it 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 brings in that feeling. And you know, summer fest is is a thing that we've already seen grow from the first season to to from the first year it happened to this year, right? And and this event hasn't even happened yet. Now having podcasters and creatives have designated times where they're gonna be doing live shows at Summerfest. That was one of the things that was missing from like last year's Summerfest. It's kind of the engaging the the community aspect of it, the creative aspect of it that is a big part of Bulls culture for most people, right? You watch your favorite podcaster, you watch your favorite or listen to your favorite podcaster, you watch some of your favorite YouTubers. And for many people that that is a huge part of just being a Bulls fan as well. So like seeing Matt and Big Dave have their their uh, thing going on there, seeing Bulls talk have their live show going on there as well. Like it's important, right? And so make sure you guys show up. It's a community event. We want them to keep making it better. Everybody has to show up and show out and support, right? Is it a perfect event? No, last year wasn't perfect at all. And I won't sell you guys on a dream that it was because it wasn't. It had its thing. We came out of it, me and Pat, saying how it needed to improve and things that they can correct. But overall, it's 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 something that not every team does, right? And so having this summer festival that's kind of like the unofficial start to the season in a way, that's basically how they use it. Training camp kicks off a week or two after the Bull Summer Fest. And so it's kind of this thing, this community thing for everybody to come together and celebrate the Bulls, see some basketball. They have great dunk contests for some of the best street ballers from across the country, a three-point contest, all of that going down there. They really are making an event, concerts, you got artists performing, everything going down there. The food hopefully is going to be much better than what it was last season as well. So make sure you guys show up to Bulls Fest. I think that it's a great thing that they're that they're doing and continue growing at and for it to, to get to the heights that it needs to get to. It needs our support as the community that rocks with and, and reps the bull. So make sure you guys show out for that as well. But that's my time for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number, to, wait, hold up, before we go, I'm already closing out the show. Before we go, I want to talk a little bit about this. Shannon Sharp is now joining First Take, right? That is huge. Shannon Sharp going to First Take. He's only going to be on there two days a week. It's really bringing, I think, a different level. And seeing Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp really kind of com- uh, debate sports is going to be a fun thing. I like, we, we, we heard and we saw Stephen A. Smith really say, hey, I will do anything to help Shannon Sharp out. That includes a spot on first take and then to actually come through and do it. If you guys look at and watch Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp has grown so much as a commentator. I love the research that he does, the way that he wants to stay informed. And I think it's going to be great bringing on to to first take. And then when you look at the other side, Undisputed, they're bringing on Richard Sherman and Rachel Nichols 
two undisputed, which, again, I think is a, a fun addition there. I think that's a fun addition. Let me know. I still think First Take is going to have them, but let me know what you guys think. But that's it. You can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you're going to want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you. And we've been doing it for two years. And we're going to be doing it for two decades more. I love you guys, man. Go Bulls. See Red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.